BBC podcast, where you get to know the people, places, and possibilities behind the global EMDC community. We're glad you are watching or listening. I'm your host, Tim Cowley of Expat Media Pro and Global Creatives Collective. My co-host is the founder of EMDC, Steve Ballman. EMDC is a global community of Jesus followers who have been generally meeting together at a conference venue each year. In 2020, we rolled out an online platform for ongoing training and connecting, and with that, a big growth in serving and connecting more people into our network. Through this podcast, we aim to create community and provide encouragement by talking with communication experts who use their particular expertise to more effectively share the gospel in mainly non-Christian regions. Episodes 9 and 10, recorded on December 18, 2020, will take us out of the world of storytelling mediums through film, audio, and web, and introduce us to some ministries designed to equip Christians better to share their faith using communication strategies referred to as storying or orality. In these two episodes, you'll learn from representatives of Simply the Story and Story Weavers, as well as get to know a bit about the International Orality Network. Welcome to the EMDC podcast, or welcome back to some of you who might be following along on our journeys as we discuss and talk with experts in the field, people who are using media and communication strategies in some way around the world in their areas of ministry and service. And today we're excited to have a few folks with us that I do not know, some who I do know. Andrea, we, we go way back to probably 1995 or 96. I'm excited to learn more about orality and storytelling and what that means because uh, it can be it can be misunderstood possibly if you end up going to some kind of a medical conference and someone here, oh, you're orality, you work on teeth or something. So <laughs> we want to figure out what this is all about. Um, Steve, can you introduce some of our guests today? Sure. And I also wanted to say something that, um, Tim, you said it could be misunderstood. It's also understood in different ways to different people. There's different approaches. And that's one of the things we'll see today, that there's there can be different approaches to a very similar idea, but um, coming at it from a different way. So we do have um, three people from an organization called Weavers. So Barat and Ben are coming to us from somewhere in in South Asia, and uh, Eleanor is here, and they work with an organization called Story Weavers. And so many of our EMDC friends know about Story Weavers, but more of our EMDC friends know about the God story and simply the story. And Andrea is here with that organization today. So that's who we have here with us. Wonderful. Yeah. And so Andrea, tell tell the story about how we got connected. We got connected through a ministry called uh, In Communications and ChristianAnswers.net. A good friend of mine, uh, her and her husband started that ministry and run it. And you were part of that same ministry, weren't you? Yeah, back right after college. That was my first real job. And I, I was there eight years. And that's how um, I heard about God's wow, story and okay. helped get that online at ChristianAnswers.net, where I think it still is. It is. Yeah. So even even back then, I was excited about the idea of, of missions and, and using film and um, and got to know Andrea and Dorothy through God's story. And then I guess that became uh, something bigger and that's continued to grow. 
Yeah, we're at a hundred. We're at a four hundred and five languages now. I think we had eighty back in the day, and I thought that was a lot. So that wonderful. Congratulations on the growth. Yeah, and, and I don't know much about weavers. So who wants to uh, tell me something about weavers? Weavers is for oral learners. It is, it is one of the storing method. Uh, we we develop stories and we help people to tell those stories. And in Weavers, we have different ways. We uh, Weavers is mainly about connection with people. You know, we listen to their story or to the other person's story, and then we we tell them our story. You know, our life experiences that connects with their story, and then we say God's story. We have different stories in Bible, and then we say one of God's story that connects with their story. And then our hope is that our friend will start a new story with God. So that's the, the weavers approach, their story, our story, God's story, a new story. And yes, we weavers is not in 405 languages, but I'm sure weavers is in many languages we have done with <laughs> in many countries, in many continents we have done weavers. So yeah, weavers is is easy but it is adjustable according to culture and according to an individual and according to country as well. So when you say oral cultures or oral mm -hmm. storytelling, can mm -hmm. you unpack that? What, what does that mean? Uh, well, oral learners, uh, oral, oral learners or orality means the way people learn or the way people are influenced. Uh, or, orality means the way people uh, process the information, the way people take on the information, the way people pass on the information, and and majority of the people in the world are oral communicators. They communicate orally, and also oral learners. You know, they respond to the whole story. For example, if we say them a Bible story, they respond to the whole story, and then they themselves draw truth from the story. And then they discuss about the story, you know, together. Uh, whereas if we talk about print learners, you know, they 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 need outlines from from the stories. And we don't have very good memories, do we? Those of us that have more uh, the the book side of things. Yeah, yeah. And also in Weavers, you know, we we focus on more practical training. That's how the oral learners learn as well. We show them what they need to do. You know, we show them how to develop connections uh, through different demonstrations that we do during the trainings as well. Now, I know at EMDC, a number of different organizations come that have experience in training people in oral methods and oral storytelling. Uh, what are some of those groups that, that you guys know about? Um, I could speak to that. Um, well, God's story and one story, which is primarily story crafting, a translation strategy for producing Bible stories. And then um, simply the story, which Andrea, I assume you are well familiar with. Uh, so something that is a little bit different with weavers is that we are focusing on conversations personal conversations or conversations with a family um, so it's how how can we integrate those stories into everyday conversations and so ben mentioned we hope people will begin a new story with god but that may come after a 
series of conversations and multiple stories. So it just depends. Yeah, let me jump in here a second, Tim, and say that I think that all of the different approaches um, come together and fellowship together as as believers and work together in a, in in a sense in what's the ION International Orality Network you know they kind of cooperate in meetings and and gatherings and admittedly they have different approaches and different times and moments in life now every one of them feels i'm sure that our approach is is adequate or best at any time, you know, and that, and, and that's an, that's an okay feeling because, uh, you know, that's the way people feel about their thing, you know, but other people say that, but in a moment like this or where there is a Bible translation or where there isn't yet a Bible translation or where there are believers, where they're not believers, you know, that, so some of them have a little bit of a nuance in that regard. And so that's what separates some of them. The, the difference, you know, there's, you know, story runners and one story, as Eleanor said, and, and different people. And, and so it's, it is different approaches and somewhat different philosophy in some ways. But let me ask Andrea, I wouldn't, I would say that, um, I mean, for years, uh, Andrea led the orality track at EMDC. And, you know, simply the story was, was the way that we were, you know, but she also was allowing some platform for some people to come in and say, this is another approach, you know, during the time, because it's just not, we're just not that kind of people in EMDC, you know what I mean? So, and Andrea isn't either, although, you know, I'm sure she thinks that the STS method is, is uh, tried and true and, and, and a great approach. So we have to always keep that in mind that um, there's just these different um, approaches, but they're not antagonistic, you know, this is not pepsi and coke you know what i mean so this is uh <laughs> well let, let me jump in Go here ahead, steve Andrea. for a minute here everybody loves their baby whatever you're part of you love it or why be a part of it just like that now each of our oral methods right, has right. clear distinctives if we didn't have distinctives or differences then we'd all be part of the same organization why reinvent the wheel so yeah, right. parts do run parallel or similar or the same, but parts are also distinctive. So for example, simply the story, our goal is to engage people in depth with the word of God, because when they engage with the word of God, they engage with God himself because he is the word. So that's our distinctive. Uh, we are known in the orality circles as going deep in the word. Um, now I know that, uh, there's other oral methods out there that like Eleanor said, are very geared towards those who have no scripture in their language. And they have the difficult task of having to come up with words be, you know, for like the Holy spirit, mm -hmm. there is nothing in that language for Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And you can't just arbitrarily say spirit because in those language, typically, spirit means something else so that's an example and those organizations are very geared towards doing that which we're not so that's an example of distinctives between oral methods and so that's why sometimes there's overlap 
overlap with SIL and with Wycliffe Bible translators because sometimes they've gone ahead and come up with key terms, you know, and sometimes they haven't been there yet to do that. And that introduces the whole idea of story crafting and when can you do that because we don't have those key terms set. So those are some of the those are some of the intricacies that make, you know, that enhance different approaches at different times. And I'd say with Weavers, we're, we're not focusing on the translations of the story, the, the crafting. We're giving people pre-crafted stories, at least in major languages, and then help them in the process of getting them into their language if there are no scriptures available. If the scriptures are available, we use the scriptures because all of those tough decisions about key words are already resolved. And we want to keep in harmony with what's already there and get it used. But and where where others are focusing on how to tell the story, we do talk about how to tell the story and we're modeling that. But the real focus is on what Ben was saying about connections, connecting the individual or the small group of people we're talking with with the truths in scripture and doing that through conversation. And we we're taking that, not just keeping that within the walls of the church, but taking it out into the community, into those everyday conversations. And so how do we talk about difficult issues that come up in the community using Bible storying and engaging in engaging ways with people. So that's where Weaver's emphasis would be. Um, how, how does that look in practice? You know, if you are a, a ministry leader, a church leader, and you say, I want to learn how to do this better, how, how did you get involved in this, Bharat? What's your story? Uh, you see, uh, let me just put some light on what Viewers is about. Uh, I wanted to talk, but as my friend Bibit was uh, sharing, so I didn't want to disturb him. So we was, in Viewers, we train people to to weave the good news into the fabric of our daily conversations and using Bible stories for life transformation. Because in Weavers, they enables us to do these conversations, weaving with our family, friends, even our neighbors, our co-workers and others, people whom we know and strangers, they come in the end. And it also enables us to do this, uh, whether it's in multiple conversations or single conversation, so it helps us to connect, to connect because we seek for connections. Because uh, I do believe when we have strong connections, our conversation would continue. Okay, we can have multiple conversations and slowly we begin to have a, a good, a strong, healthy relationship with that person. Uh, and our prayer is in the end, they would commit their life to Jesus Christ. Okay, so in, in a practical way, let's say uh, you are um, talking with a, a friend who's selling tea in the market. How would you use these methods to to uh, talk with this this friend who's selling tea? Let me, yeah, uh, good question, Tim. Uh, let me give you just a fresh uh, example uh, I had uh, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, I, I went to a market and I went uh, to a tea stall. In fact, that guy was selling tea and some snacks as well. And he is uh, 
He's from West Bengal, from Bengali background. So I just began uh, with having chat with him, conversation with him, and uh, we began on the topic of his business. I asked him how his business is, is going in this uh, COVID situation. And then he started pouring out his heart. Okay, he spoke about his family, how his business has gone down because he's ha he has his stall on a busy road. But now nowadays, because trains are not working, no transportation, people are not coming. So he's, he has uh, seen the loss in his business. So I heard his story. Okay, I heard his story. I was listening and I, I was asking some more questions about his uh, personal life, about his family. And then slowly I began from a general talk then slowly I moved to a next step where I asked him that, uh, uh, what is the hardest part of this for you? And then he opened up, he said, I can't take care of my family. I have to shift my wife and my son to native place so that my in-laws would take care of them. And uh, as I was listening, I was just praying from inside that Lord uh, show me how to connect with this person. And then after listening to his story, his experience, I shared some of uh, uh, part of uh, uh, my uh, my experience when I was really struggling in my life, okay, regarding uh, you know, financial issues, and then he was listening so very well to me. And in the end, I end up uh, uh, by sharing the story of Jesus feeding five thousand people, okay, from five loaves and two fish. And he was so excited to hear this story. And then I told him that again, I'm going to see you next uh, next week. But unfortunately, he had to visit his native place and I'm waiting for him when he'll come from there so that we can have more conversations. So this is a, 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 just an example of viewers, uh, what viewers is about. Okay, it's, it doesn't begin from me first, but um, it begins from them. That's why we hear their story first. Okay, listen to their story and then we share a part of our story which connects to their story. And then as our conversation move on, we move slowly into God's stories. Okay, there are so many different stories from Bible. So this is how uh, we approach to non-Christians, non-believers, even even for believers as well. That's a beautiful story. It, it, it just makes me think of this is a way that you're actually reaching into the hearts of people that are sharing with you. And when you open up a heart, you have acceptance, you have love. There's that show that you are truly wanting to know about them and caring for them. And I think that just takes takes things up to a whole new level so that they're open to hearing from you. And if you have the chance to share a story from scriptures, then that's that's gonna pierce a lot further, I think. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah, and that's why listening very well is uh, is a very vital part of our conversation. If we if we don't listen, we just wanted to speak. <laughs> uh, I don't think uh, that door will open, or we may miss that opportunity. So I'll tell you how that fits into to our family. Uh, my wife Jennifer has has taken both of the trainings for weavers and uh, simply the story, and she came home very excited after the SDS training because she. I think they they wear a pin or a sticker that says "Ask me to tell you a story." How does that go, Andrea? It says, uh, "Can I tell you a story or something like Ask that?" Usually, a lot of yeah, ask me for a story. A yeah. Well, it's it's actually on some of Ask the stuff that we Ask me for something yeah. I mm -hmm. 
Right. So she, so she's had, she had a pin or a sticker or something like that. So then for a while, you know, until the sticker, the, 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 the uh, tape part of her wore off or something, but anyway, she, she wore that around and it was, you know, get a way for people to ask her a story and she would tell them the story about, uh, about the Bible, you know, which is always great. You're, you're sharing the word of God, you know? <clears throat> and then later she said to me, oh yeah, the weavers one is you, your story, my story, God's story. So she, so actually, to be honest, she's just uh, keeps both of those in her in her hip pocket and uh, uses the one that that is the most appropriate for the moment, you know, for her. So that's what she she enjoys in knowing that the idea, you know. There's only sometimes there's only time to to, to you encounter somebody. There's only time. Can hey, can I tell you a story or whatever? And you see where that might lead, you know. Then there's other times where you say, "I want to hear your story." So that's what she's learning. We we have something very similar uh, as well, where we take people out on the streets as part of our training. It's practicals we call it, and we teach them. We teach people, as Barat very wisely said, to listen and respond to the conversation that's happening. And, um, and I've done this in too many nations to, to speak of for this particular recording. But one does come to mind when I was in Cay Calker, which is, out, is a little island off of the coast of Belize. There's a lady called the Cake Lady. And every evening she goes out and she serves different kinds of cakes to people, whatever slice people want. And I noticed as she was slicing the cake that her hands were a little bit deformed with arthritis. So I started thinking that that's probably a, a, a job that hurts. So I asked her, I said, um, does, that, does that hurt your hands to cut the cake and make the cake every day? And she goes, oh, yes. I said, so why do you do it? She says, I need to feed my children. Uh, oh, really? How many children? Two girls. I said, well, that reminds me of a story. And I ended up telling her the story of the woman who was about ready to lose her two sons to be slaves from Second Kings chapter four, I believe it is. We had a tremendous conversation. We prayed together right there. It was probably lasted for about an hour and a half. It was amazing. But it was a dialogue back and forth, as uh, Barat and Eleanor and Ben have said, where you, you listen, you respond, we spend time in the word of God and in between certain things, sometimes a personal story will come out. So it's not exactly the same, but it has that same heart and that same feel of listening and responding and caring about the person that's in front of you. Yeah, when I was in Southeast Africa, we had a, a story set, you know, there was a whole bunch of stories that we would know, creation, the fall, the flood, um, you know how that goes, the chronological Bible storying. How how does this play in? Like if I'm thinking of all the different arrows that I, that I need in my quiver, uh, does that fall into then storying and orality? It does for us, absolutely. Um, with that overview, it's important to recognize that um, depending on the conversation, sometimes that overview will lay a very solid foundation because if people have been exposed to Jesus and have not accepted him as their true Lord and Savior, I'm going to bet money they haven't heard it from the beginning. 
So I have, uh, with all of my experience with God Story over the years, I've developed a, a 15 minute, um, five to 15 minute overview model that has done extremely well uh, to helping to introduce people to Jesus. And it clears that, that understanding of, oh, I'm not just gonna add Jesus to my God, he is God. You've been following along with storying and orality experts Andrea Miller and Eleanor Beach, based in the U.S., along with Barat and Ben, based in South Asia, as they talk about techniques designed to equip believers to listen well and share stories from our lives as we introduce and weave in stories and concepts from the scriptures. We'll pick up the conversation next time with Ben sharing about how Story Weaver's trainings are offered. Thanks for tuning in to the EMDC podcast. Feel free to share it in public forums with those you think will find interest in our topics. If you have any comments, do reach out by emailing podcast at emdc.live. Head over to emdc.info to learn about our upcoming online trainings, read our blog, find resources, or learn about our physical conferences. Original theme music is created by our very own Schwartz Gray Band.